Hi guys, welcome back to Deleted Scenes, and in today's episode, we're going to be talking about Tour the Dark World, and having our opinions basically on it, because it's a very divisive movie in the MCU, and a lot of people hate it. I'm one of those people that weirdly likes it, but I thought it would be a bit boring if it was just me by myself, because you need multiple opinions on this sort of thing, especially when something's so controversial. So I have my second ever guest on, Gally. Hi, yeah, yeah, so I'm Sean, most people call me Gally. I run unpopular opinions on Thursdays on DCFM and might be starting a podcast soon you never oh, never know. Amazing. <laughs> we'll see we'll see what's in the pipeline for summer but um, yeah I'm happy to be here I'm uh, excited to talk about Toy 2 yeah. um, hopefully hopefully people agree with most of the stuff we say and uh, you know, yeah. you never know maybe some people think it's a good movie after what you say so yeah. hopefully <laughs> ah, sure. that's the thing I'm going in I think we're both going in with an open mind and we'll see anyways where it ends up the main reason why I got uh, Gally on and the main reason that we're talking about this was because um, me and my college radio show Tom Foolery we were on your show on Popular Opinions it was a really good crack but um, one, one of the things was, so basically on that show, I'm right in saying you just talk about unpopular opinions and you debate and stuff like that. That's basically the premise, yeah. 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 So what I yeah. did was I thought I had a pretty, I didn't, that's the thing, I didn't think it'd be that unpopular in an opinion. Like the opinion was to do with basically, I think phase two is, that's my favorite phase of Marvel. And uh, one thing led to another. And I said, Toward the Dark World was a good movie. And that sort of, it struck a chord with you, if I was yeah, correct. Yeah, because... Because like when I when I think of Phase Two, I'm looking at it right now. Yeah. We've got Iron Man Three, which, in my opinion, is an average movie. It's yeah. good, but it it wouldn't be something I'd run back to. Mm-hmm. Then you got this one, which before this I thought was probably the weakest, one of the weakest, like in the top three weakest MCU yeah. movie. And then you had a beautiful movie like um, Winter Soldier, oh, and then glorious. you had Guardians of the Galaxy, amazing. Mm-hmm. Now Age of Ultron, a nightmare. Yeah. I. I I will. We could have another episode, but there's, I will not stand for anyone saying that's a good movie because that just gives me the awe. Oh, actually, upset. I rewatched it the other day, yeah, um, and I hated it. Oh god, it's the pinnacle of like media. That's the thing. When I think of a mediocre film, that's the first one that comes to mind. I literally, yeah. I think I even said it's the movie that you put on in the background when you're doing something else, sort of thing. Yeah, you, just yeah, you don't to want it. to like watch it. It's I'm just it's white noise. The movie. That's what it is. <laughs> yeah, and then you have Ant Man as well, which in my opinion is so underrated. Oh, it's I think very that good. could be one of the top. Okay, maybe yeah. not one of Jesus now, but definitely in the top 10. Oh, yeah. Amazing one. That's but yeah, I, I understand why you, you say about phase two, um, but I think phase three, I don't know, but that's because there's some of my favorites like Spider Man, Black Panther, The Civil War. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. No, I said that was a bit mediocre in the show. It's Still like, you know, yeah, I mean, just thinking about the memories, <laughs> and stuff, I think phase, phase three wins out for me but i can understand yeah. what i said phase two i can't understand dark world though and that's yeah. what we're gonna get today <laughs> that's what it is today i'm pretty sure i'm calling this something like the people versus tour the dark world it's gonna be some sort of court case yeah. style like that <laughs> yeah so shall we just start with here um do you want to actually start like you're the guest i suppose they're gonna be only manly um, yeah okay perfect yeah so um i i originally went into this thinking oh god i hate this movie i really really hate it but yeah. on rewatch, I do actually think the key part to why this movie gets so much hate is is where it's placed in the phase and even in the MCU in itself. Because Iron Man 3 was such a... It, even though it was an average movie, it was a powerful punch because yeah. it was the end of Iron Man. Oh, That's yeah. Winter Soldier, as it's your favourite MCU yeah. movie. Oh, yeah, definitely. And equally, like, probably the fans as well. So when you put that in between two huge movies... <laughs> yeah. um, 
let's be fair, it is a mediocre movie. It any, it's nothing to to be screaming around the house about. But yeah. I do think it is something that's that's overshadowed by too much good stuff. Yeah. And say if this was a movie by itself and not in the MCU, it would have got a better reception in terms yeah. of the fans. Oh, um, I, I do think that when I was watching it uh, this morning, that the first hour was really good. Yeah. And then when they destroyed Asgard, so yeah, actually, should we say spoilers? Or no? Oh, yeah, this is just fill it with spoilers, basically. <laughs> okay, Grant, yeah. just in case. Oh, no, when, no sorry. When they killed, when they destroyed Asgard and when um when Chris Eccleston has, uh, got the, sort of went into hiding as well. Yeah. And the, what's the, what's the cool people you said the, the, oh, um, the cursed, or... the cursed. That's it. Yeah, I yeah. don't know why, but I always forget that they oh, yeah. that design was unbelievable. Oh, it's terrifying. <laughs> yeah, but I think once they leave Asgard, that's when the movie starts to sort of dip in quality. Yeah, and um, even though there's some really good character moments there, it does dip in quality quite Definitely. a bit. Um, yeah, that, that's my overall opinion, basically. But obviously, we'll go yeah. into more detail as, as the show as progresses. we go along. Yeah. With me, it is very much like, yeah, as I said, like, I'm pretty sure I showed you uh, on my, like, I have a ranking of every Marvel movie I've seen. Like, it probably, probably changes every now and again, but the most consistent one probably is Tour the Dark World, where it is smack bang in number 12 or 11. So it's basically right in the middle of the 23, because it is, as you, I think you put it best where it's like, it's like in the grand scheme of things, if, if I look at it in the context of just the Thor trilogy, I think it's quite a good film. But when you look at it in terms of the wider MCU, you have stuff like Black Panther and Spider-Man, Avengers, all that stuff. It definitely gets overshadowed because like there is a drop in quality. But I definitely think like, as because I watched it there last night and I was just sort of looking at it just completely blank slate again because I hadn't seen it in probably months. And looking back at it, it definitely has some standout things that, I think they expanded on in Ragnarok that I liked a lot more in Ragnarok. Like, um, for example, one thing that's probably my favorite thing is the whole Asgard thing. Like, as in, it basically is Lord of the Rings in space, I think someone described it as, and it just gets across very well, where it's like the medieval sci-fi and just like the whole scale of everything, like the size of all the big golden palaces and just, I suppose, like the in-depth look at like the people and the culture and everything of Asgard. Like, I love that sort of otherworldly godly place i suppose and like it's just so it's so bizarre especially in the context of all the cosmic stuff that's going on now in marvel or yeah, even like but back then it was so it was so new and exactly. I, as well when i was watching it earlier like the first scene when you see asgard it yeah. just when the, when the camera's panning past um, heimdall's place oh yeah man, the cgi and that whatever it's beautiful it really and, is <laughs> there's a lot of things that happen in this movie that people tend to forget obviously because it's overshadowed. Oh, yeah. Stuff, I forgot so much stuff happened. Oh, yeah. Like, I forgot Loki faked his own death again. Yeah. But this is the ninth time. No, it's <laughs> probably. It's as third at this stage, I think. Yeah, probably. Something like that. And then obviously, I, I completely forgot that Thor's mom dies. I don't know how oh, I forgot yeah. this, but I completely forgot that. And that was an endgame. And do you know what? As soon as I, when I watched that earlier and I was like, mm-hmm. oh my God, that's what happened in endgame. Yeah. Because I hadn't seen this in so long. I hadn't watched it properly like in depth in so long. Oh, yeah. So yeah. No, I agree with you there. If you, like... if you put it like this, Iron Man 1 and 2, like they were in phase one. Yeah. And to me, Iron Man 2 is the pinnacle of the worst MCU movie. People oh, say Incredible Hulk bad. I saw Iron Man 2 is the worst. Yeah. And if, if you think, if you put it to that perspective, Iron Man 1 was... I hate to say it, but it was fairly average at best in terms of the stuff that we got later on, but it was really good at its time. Yeah. But it's fairly average in the grand scheme. It's of simple things. in the grand scheme of things now. Exactly, yeah. 
And then yeah. Iron Man 2 just ruined everything that ever happened before. <laughs> and then it's it's different with Thor because Thor 1 was horrible. It was like, what are you doing? Why would they make this? Yeah. And then Thor 2 was like, all right, you didn't like this. Let's add a bit more extra mm-hmm. and let's see what happens. And then the th- I think in th- Thor 3, anyways, um, as soon as I watched this, actually, I wanted to watch Thor 3. Oh, yeah. But, um, which I probably will actually soon because I do think Thor 3 is, is so good. Yeah. Um, and yet, as you said, there is so many, so much things that are from Dark World straight into Ragnarok. But equally, there's a lot of things that I've forgotten about, which yeah. really, really annoys me. But obviously, that's not, that's not, um, that's not their fault. Oh, yeah. Was, there was huge change in, huge change in production management and stuff. Yeah. I'm fairly sure Thor 1 was 2011. Oh, it was. Thor, and this was 2013. And then Thor 3 was 17. So there was... Yeah. Significant Although, jumps. And, yeah, exactly. And yeah. what movie was after Thor? Black Panther. And then it was... That yeah, was but, when it was proper, like, in-gear, heading up to end yeah, game sort of thing. That exactly, was like, when it was like, wow. Yeah, yeah that, like, that was literally the November before uh, Infinity War came out. So yeah. you're right, it was literally... On the like, cusp of... Like, absolute carnage that was yeah. phase three. It's really interesting as well, like, because that's the thing, like... I objectively really don't like Thor 1. And the reason I probably don't like it is because of the fact it's mostly on Earth. It's all the Donald Blake stuff. And I know they want to get people to know like uh, Jane Foster and Selvig and Darcy and everything like that. And I think they're all pretty decent characters. But when you're sort of advertising like, okay, this is he's from the land of the gods. He's from Asgard. He's this lightning god. It was just like, because I understand like fish out of water stuff, but it's very much, this was definitely... The Thor movie I wanted originally like as I said so yeah I absolutely loved all the Asgard stuff and just the whole that's the thing it felt like they were gone to hit the reset button I suppose and just try again we'll go okay we'll go from the top we'll try and take away some of the earth stuff put in more mythical stuff and that and then um that's the one thing as well where it's like I feel like story-wise it's my favorite if the I can like that's the thing Ragnarok really? is Ragnarok oh, is the oh, best sorry. like oh, just in Thor's. yeah in terms of the Thor's like Ragnarok is my favorite Thor movie, but at the same time, it doesn't have near as much emotional weight. I don't think because that's thing. I think it's a lot more entertaining. It's a lot more funnier. But in the grand scheme of things, when it's like I don't know, I didn't really click. Like whereas with this one, it was like it had the as I said, the death scenes in that I thought were really good in this movie. Where it's like, like the funeral scene for Frigga that completely blew me away. Where it was just like a big sort of swell of emotion, even beforehand when you see like Odin like cradling her dead body on the ground and stuff. It was very much like just very. That broke me. Uh, oh yeah, just like it just felt so like. And impactful. the music as well. Yeah, so the music in this whole movie, even when, as I said earlier, when they were panning to Asgard. Yeah. I think it's, it was actually unbelievable, and um, this when the funeral scene as well, that music, and I think as well, the acting is literally superb. Oh, it that, really is. Um, Loki, Odin, uh, Anthony Hopkins. Um, as soon as I saw him, I was like, "No way!" I completely forgot you were in it because he's yeah. he's a, he's an amazing actor. Actually, to be fair, they got really good cast. Oh, they did. Movies. And like, like um, Jane Foster. Yeah, like she Natalie Portman. That's yeah, that's her name. Yeah, like so, even Christopher Eccleston. Like yeah, um, I don't know about you. But I don't know. We've we've, we've talked about this between yeah. me and you. But obviously, I'm a huge Doctor Who fan, mm-hmm. and he was he was nine. Yeah, he was the ninth Doctor. And after that, I didn't think he'd do anything sci-fi. So for him to come back and do this, I think was a huge thing. Oh, and obviously, really we, we both have our, our gripes with Eccleston and this. <laughs> yeah, we're um, down to that anyways in a bit. Yeah, in the bad scenes, but yeah. There's a- <laughs> with him there's a lot to digest oh god i will say as well like that's the thing so like 
the as you were even saying there, the characters like honestly they're on another level where it's like even like stuff like yeah i feel like it's less of a tour movie and more of a loki movie because like the character arc he goes on like sort of starting off you know in the aftermath of avengers one and like you see him in chains in the dungeon and stuff but like yeah progressing on from being in chains to wanting to get revenge for his mother being killed to helping thor to faking his own death and dying and stuff and then like the ending which i really liked as well like I feel like he had a very, like Tom Hiddleston obviously was having a lot of fun. He always has a lot of fun whenever he's doing his roles in particular with Loki, like especially like, yeah, that gets expanded on again in Ragnarok. But like, that's another thing as well. Like the humor in this really surprised me where I remembered it for being dark and that it literally is dark in the title. But like, especially with Loki where like the subtle humor where it's like all the quips and stuff, like uh, just some of the lines like stuff like are you mad possibly like you know like stuff like that where it's just like I definitely laughed a couple of times which I did not expect to happen and then even like the relationships like between like yeah the brotherly one between uh, Thor and Loki where it's like you can sense the rivalry you know like they both like they want to be able to help each other sort of thing but there's that yeah while they're who's going to be king really exactly it's, yeah it's a huge thing yeah. and then like even yeah, from that, like, then when you look at stuff like Jane and Thor, I know a lot of people don't like Natalie Portman as Jane Foster in the uh, movies. I'm looking forward for it to come back, personally. It's interesting it- to see what, where they go with that, though, because I I um, haven't really, like, thought about it. Because, obviously, yeah. what I was going to say is, as well, mm-hmm. that she, there was no mention of her in Thor 3. Oh, there was one. That's the thing, as well. I feel like Ragnarok retroactively kind of ruined a few things for me for uh, Dark World, where it's like, it, yeah, as with Jane, they literally have like a one-off line saying, oh, she dumped Thor. And it's like, okay, that's that character gone. The bit where, oh, I was so pissed off when I saw Thor 3 and they killed uh, like Volstag, uh, what? Oh, yeah. Warriors 3, like Hogan and uh, I forget the last guy's name, but like those guys, when they killed those and it's very much like, I love those characters in particular, like Volstag and stuff where it's like, they were such important characters. And then it's like, literally they're reduced to one line and then being stabbed sort of thing. Or even... Um, even something as simple as yeah, Loki's death. I watch, when I watch that again, like I still find it a very impactful moment, even though we know he's still alive. But at the same time, um, seeing the play in Thor Tree, well, it's, yeah, it's it's Matt very fu- like it's very funny, but it's very much like you can see where um, like retroactively they're sort of going like poking fun at this film, and it was very it's very interesting to see. And then even the one thing that I feel like they could have it done so much better with was. You know the ending, so that like that's one of my favorite things about the film, where it's like it cuts away and you see Odin, and then you see him transform into Loki. So Loki's finally on the throne; he's completed that sort of character arc. Goes that on a bit. Arc, yeah. And like I was, I remember seeing that in yeah 2013, and being so excited for Tor Three, going like, oh my god, they're gonna have like Loki take over, or is he going to like you know try and rule the world, rule all the nine realms, or something like that? And then it ended up just being like a sort of throwaway sort of joke yeah exactly like but like at the end of the day it's very much that's the thing as i said i keep like i've gone off on a weird tangent rambling that but like tour two i feel like nailed the story a lot better than tour treated but tour three was more entertaining if that makes sense i'd i'd disagree with you in some ways with the fact that i do think tour three has a lot better comedy and that's because tahit now what's his name yeah taika ytd yeah so yeah, that he's he's amazing with the, with the comedy and the oh yeah, the, the way that's done. And, and I think with with Thor: The Dark World, anyways, mm-hmm. the comedy with Loki is amazing. It, it is really funny. Yeah. It's because Tom Hiddleston can do it. Mm-hmm. But 
I will say that the Earth comedy for me didn't really land a lot yeah. of the time. I think Darcy tried a bit too hard in this. And obviously from seeing her in WandaVision, like that was obviously on purposely done. But yeah. with this one, I, I I felt like it, even towards the start when they went to Earth and stuff and she was just there on the day, I was like, this is a complete tonal shift. Like it was just gone from really dark to, oh, you're on a date with some <laughs> Irish comedian who's actually kind of a funny Why guy. Why was Chris O'Dowd in this? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he disappears. <laughs> And he's in it twice as well. Yeah. Oh, he's in the second time. He's, he's basically there saying, look, you paid me. You're putting me back in. Yeah. And I think I really liked him being in it. I think he's really Oh, it's funny, funny, yeah. Um, but no, Darcy, there is one line, though, that Darcy did, which I thought was funny. I don't know if you, you'd remember it, though, because it was such a passway line. Basically, they uh, they found the, what would you call it? The place where the, like where something fell. And- oh, yeah, it was like the sort of area where all the anomalies were happening. That's it, yeah. yeah. And she threw the car keys in and they were all looking like little kids. And then yeah. she's like, Is that the car keys? I don't know why. It shouldn't <laughs> oh. it shouldn't have been funny. But, but I loved it. Yeah. yeah. Like the, the Darcy's it was so childish and some mm. of them landed yeah. by coincidence. I don't know how, but exactly, some of them yeah. Um, and I think that's that's something that the dark world definitely That's has the thing as well, where it's like, yeah, I fully agree with you there, where it's like, it's always with these films, when they go and they look at the human stuff, it gets a lot more, like, hit or miss. Because even stuff like, it was really annoying seeing how they just basically boiled down um, Selvig to just a crazy old fool who's literally running around naked in Stonehenge at one stage. It was just very yeah. much, like, I felt like a lot of that stuff sort of missed bad, whereas in the first Thor movie, it was a bit more even in like at the start of Avengers one and stuff, he was a lot more like respected and stuff. Like, you know, this sort of made him just completely go over the edge. Joke. I think they overdid that to bits. Like, yeah. the, like the first time they did it on the news, that was funny. But then when oh, they yeah. brought him back, like, ne- like when he was in his pants in the room, like, yeah. Just, yeah, he, um, he got taken over by Loki. That was a good throwback to Avengers, which, which I think people like me and you would appreciate. I, I, oh, I yeah. look, when, when I watch it today, cause I haven't seen Avengers one, since my marathon last year and yeah. when these little lot throwaway lines that you that you're rewarded for being loyal to the, sh- the franchise and yeah. like understanding the references that's when it's like really hits to be a fan i think there, there's a lot of them in terms of avengers yeah avengers one yeah um obviously loki being put down for for what happened there and then eric being sort of thrown back and then also as well a british person in the in the museum was like it's thor just randomly in london and yeah. i don't know why i laughed at that i shouldn't have as well it's it was just so cringy but you had to laugh you did like there's some things that like i will say there's some very smart lines as i said most of them come from loki like stuff i am guaranteed to laugh every time he says something like i think you missed a column or something like that or like yeah. well done you just decapitated your grandfather and stuff but um, there's some clever lines in there even like Selvig has I think one of the best lines in the film where it's like it's so reassuring to know that the world is crazier than you are like it's <laughs> there's some like that where it's just like you can get an honest laugh out of it's just I think it's when they go overboard and they try to go more than just wordplay and stuff like that that's where it's yeah exactly because she's pretty I actually quite liked her in uh, WandaVision but it was just like here you could see yeah where it's like okay she's still very much like a side character like she's a side <laughs> character in WandaVision as well but like you can see that she came a lot was more funny into her own. in WandaVision though I thought. she was like, and I, I think in this one and also this is going to be very picky of me but where did the boyfriend go now obviously I know yeah. uh, now that, <laughs> is, that is that is uh, yeah I, know, I really liked it I thought it was, was great really- <laughs> He was he was one of those supporting characters that Marvel does amazing, and I think yeah. he was. I wish he 
obviously nothing was mentioned. Mm. Of course there wasn't, because technically it was seven years later. Well, yeah. eight, if you, it was supposed to come out in 2020, but yeah. it was 2021, but yeah, so eight years, essentially. Um, so yeah, we haven't, haven't where's, where's Ian gone? Just, just, that's something that annoyed me, which shouldn't have, and it's really sad that I'm yeah. this picky, but where where was Ian? But it's just like when something's likable enough that it's like, and it's such a small detail, as he said, but it's just like, even like stuff where he like flattens them with the, flattens the L's with the car and stuff like that. Yeah. It's just like, yeah, go on in. And so <laughs> it's just like, there were some genuinely like hilarious moments or even like just uh, the small things, like when he was signing out Selvig and he's just like, oh yeah, yeah, I'm his, I'm his son. Yeah. Oh yeah. That was the thing. Mr. Like, Selvig. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> like, he was very well comedically timed. And yeah. I have to, hats off to him. He was he was really good in it, um, yeah. and yeah, I, I just I think it, it's people like that that really make these m- movies what they are. And yeah. I know that's sad to say, but wow. Um, and also about your Natalie Portman uh, thing, I I do you know it is bad of me to say this as well, but I okay. I I don't when I see Jane, I just think oh, like, I'm just like yeah, left with it with a sick feeling in my stomach because obviously Natalie Portman didn't want to come back. Oh, yeah. three. That wasn't the and to be honest with you, I think that was a completely and I'd actually love to I probably should have researched this, but I didn't. And mm-hmm. um, I would have loved to see if there was actually a different plan for Thor oh, Ragnarok. Um because mm-hmm. obviously so much things change really. The haircut, the cost well, the costume didn't really change, but yeah. Jane obviously like so much so many things did really change. And mm-hmm. um had had Natalie Portman not left, um what would it be different? Because I feel like there's hope with that now, where with Love and Thunder that's coming out. Um, did you hear about what they're planning on doing with Jane? Yeah, I've I yeah. well, yeah. Which I think should we should we say it? Yeah. I think it's a bit risky if you ask me. Oh yeah, definitely. So we're talking about people. yeah. So basically, like she's going to become the new Tor. Tor is going to go off and do something else himself, but like she is going to be the brand new, like literally have the title of Tor, and she's probably got. That's the thing. Like that's one of my favorite like comic arcs. They did that one very. Like they did a whole thing with her having cancer and stuff like that, and it was just very interesting. I'm wondering how much they're gonna pull into that stuff, but I feel like Love and Thunder is gonna be like the sort of one to try and reel back some fans that were lost by all the things like yeah, like Jane being gone in Ragnarok and like some stuff like that just not being there from like that's in the other two sort of thing. Yeah, that one definitely gives me a lot of hope. I will say um one thing though that the probably you know what the biggest surprise for me was with rewatching this film. Like the one thing I genuinely thought I would hate the most was uh the dark elves, the main antagonists like Malekith and stuff like that. But like they were so well designed. They were really like that's the the whole I really want a concept art book of this film because like they genuinely were a bit terrifying. Like the masks and then like I said, yeah, the cursed are just they're the, menacing the cur- as all hell. <laughs> like just I th- I think we need to literally have two minutes on the cursed because genuinely when that when he was in the cell yeah. and like all of a sudden standing there <laughs> And then he was like looking at Loki. Genuinely, I was a bit, I was me, I was like, wow, this is actually kind of like, this is the first time Marvel was actually made me go, hang on, if this happened, I'd be bricking it. Yeah, it was such a good design. The horns and stuff, I mean, just it's so, it's so detailed. Like... Yeah, and it's it's so sci fi that yeah. it, it, it seems overly sci fi, and that's why it's good. That's mm-hmm. why I think Thor worked. Because it was so like it just worked, and as yeah. well the dark elves, my god, the mask was terrifying. As well. <laughs> yeah, they really were. Alone, Maliki looked amazing. Christopher oh, Eccleston looked amazing, and Jane, I think we we texted this uh, before the show that um I think I lost respect to Maliki when he spoke 
in English. Yeah, that and made him very campy. Because, yeah, and purely because it was the Northern accent, Chris kept his Northern <laughs> accent. No, yeah. I, that's very... It's, no, it's, no, I thought that's like literally because it, it's a completely different accent really to when he's... Because when he's speaking in Elvish, he has a really deep voice and like it's so unearthly and it's just like, yeah, that's like, it very much like unsettled me to the core. Even like, that, I can say the same even with... The reason I'm so afraid of Curse is literally because... He is a huge, big hulking thing, but at the same time, he has the brains. Like he can actually, like he's a fully, he's a genius. He's, he's a genius. He's a That's genius. Like... But he's like a Hulk, but has a huge brain. Yeah. I don't know how it was stopped because I'd be scared if I was Thor. Oh my god! It was like, even like just some of the small things. Like as I said, I think one of my favorite things to do with them was the designs of like the ships, like the bit where it's like the huge like tower. And that's coming along. Like, remember Heimdall, he runs up the uh, bridge and he like leaves. That was and amazing. Sli- Idris Elba is amazing. Like, can we just I, say? I he- think, yeah, we need a moment <laughs> of silence for Idris Elba because I mean this with all my heart. He's a man that has no ends to his talents. If you yeah. haven't watched Luther, what are you doing? Pacific watch, Rim. <laughs> what, yeah, Pacific Rim. Watch Thor just to see. What, watch Elba. all. Yeah, literally. It's Because like he isn't even in it for that much, but he leaves such an impact. But like, that's the thing. That running scene. Would yeah. would make a man go like wow what is what this? Is, yeah uh, and then uh, but that's the thing like so like the huge that's like the scale of everything was intense like these skyscraper sized like towering ships just coming in and then like splitting off into the little I call them razor blades I don't know what the actual name of it is but like they literally because they cut through buildings it just like sl- like seeing them flip around going through treading on like the needles and stuff like that and then just yeah oh the yeah pillars nice. just being sliced and stuff like that it's just Genuinely, and then even like the smallest detail of the fact. So you know how, basically, their motivation is they want to bring back an age of darkness into the universe. They want to get rid of all light and stuff like that. The I was ether. like, yeah, the ether, like the so that's like the reality stone, right? Like I don't know how it became the reality stone because it very much it never had any purpose of like you know altering reality. That's the like, red box, isn't it? That the yeah. character at the end. Yeah, that's, uh, and um, like even just like how how it, did it become a stone? You're right, yeah. It's just like the little <laughs> things like that. They're a bit weird, but like the thing that I really liked about them, since they are so immersed in the darkness and they want to be, you know, they want all light gone. I love the interiors of the ship, how it's pitch black and you just have these neon laser yeah. wire things, and that like it makes sense in the context of how the characters were built up. It's one of those honest. things again where it, it's like it is such a if you put a kid. Like if you give a kid a piece of paper and yeah. say, "Give me a sci-fi John," it will be that. And the yeah. thing is, usually I'd be very critique about that, but it worked in this. Like they were so sci-fi, and the ships look beautiful as well. Yeah, They're you're really right. <laughs> when they were, I sort of had the Star Wars vibe when they were just yeah. going through all all the um the the Asgard place. And I um, but one thing as well, actually, um, I haven't said yet, and yeah. I, I thought about was, do you know the way I think I said this to you before actually mm-hmm. that. Phase one was starting the characters. Phase yeah. two was very much like spy sort of stuff, like mm-hmm. very. It was darker and grittier. Yeah, and and like it, there was like there wasn't as much magic and stuff. And yeah. phase three was very much just pure. All right, we're going to Infinity War. You're getting <laughs> yeah. this. There's enough of that. And obviously, phase four now was very magical. Yeah. This, I think, is very magical. And I think this now obviously it wouldn't have worked in the context of how the movies went. Yeah. I feel like this movie could have been better had it been later on. I agree with you there because it feels like yeah, because you have like uh, Iron Man Three, Winter Soldier, even like to an extent Ant Man. Like that's very it's, it's much so like, spy. Yeah, it's, like, spy. It's, it's such a like all right, you're coming on a two hour like adventure yeah. with us. Because I always fe- I always felt like 
yeah, phase one's the setup to Avengers one. Like that was the original experiment, right? I always felt like phase two, like with Iron Man three, with Cap, with uh, Thor, it was always for me the recovery phase where it's like, okay, what now? Like, how did the characters react to their first meetup and now they're back in their separate films again? Like, how did they change? What is the new direction they're going in as a result of this? Like, how Thor was like, you know, how he was like a brash asshole in like the yeah. original movie yeah. and stuff like that, and now he's very much like he's very solemn, like wants to do right by his people and stuff like that. Not necessarily want to be king as it's explored, but like he's very much a different, he's a much more likable person. And then like he'd go on to be even more likable as the films went on and stuff. But like, I always felt like, yeah, like that sort of seriousness, like even as I said, I don't like Age of Ultron, but I feel like it's very much like the, I'll tell you what, the best thing about Age of Ultron is that first trailer with the Pinocchio music because it was so, it it fit that tone of the rest of the phase two so well where it's like, okay, things are very, yeah, gritty, realistic, sort of spy type thing where it's like, yeah, we're getting right serious now. Like things have changed, and it's the mainly world will never guns and stuff in Phase Two. That's actually what I meant. Yeah. So like by gun stuff, and yeah. this wasn't really that. Like yeah, if you, like, even Phase Three to a certain extent, um, because there was a lot of guns in that as well. Yeah, but um, um, I do think that now Phase Four, obviously, One Division was hugely immersed in magic, mm-hmm. and um, also as well, I, I I know this is really weird to say, but yeah. the red light for the for the the what's it called? Oh, I forgot the name. Oh, the ether. The ether. The red yeah. line for the ether was unbelievably like it just really added. I don't know why any other yeah. color wouldn't have worked. And that's just so pedantic. It's like blood that was evil. <laughs> that's... Yeah, and it looked. It was such a yeah yeah that would be exactly what it'd be like. I, yeah. And I I respected it to my core. I thought you know what yeah you, you did right by them there. And even when they um when they were all immersed in the red light at the yeah. at the, the last fight scene, like I was just like. Yeah, you're doing right by me. Like, um, yeah, I will I'll, say, so, like, the one thing I didn't know, like, because, like, yeah, like, so you know, you were saying you went and you did a marathon of them, like, last year and stuff like that. I was like, I haven't been doing a marathon as much as I have been just like re watching ones that I remember liking. So, as you feel, yeah, exactly, you know, you and like, it's so fascinating seeing how far back some of the stuff was set up because the one thing that completely caught me off guard and toward the dark world was like, you know, that bit where he's like explaining the relic. Like he was saying, so this is an ancient relic before the yeah. universe was made and stuff like that. When you realize he's like, um, it's one of them, and then like you know how it, it pans up to the ceiling and it has all the stars and stuff like that, and it has all this galaxy stuff. If you look at that, like I I remember pausing specifically because I was like, wait, where do I know that from? It's literally like if you if you pause at the right moment and you look at it, it's literally the Infinity Gauntlet in cloud form. So I think like each of the oh really like, like the relics that he was on about, they were the Infinity Stones. And like he was saying, even something as simple as where he was like, well, most relics were stone. This was a liquid. Like when he was talking about the ether. And oh I'm like, yeah. Oh my god, he means the Infinity Stones, and it's like, oh, it's, oh it's yeah. Cool. And and even even the the post credit scene as well, where he was like one down, five to go, and yeah. um, I was like, oh 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 no. <laughs> Don't do it, please. Yeah. Or even no. like it's like, oh, I just was I was laughing away when I was watching that credit or post credit scene, and it was just like, it's safe with me in my collection. And I'm like, yeah, sure. Yeah. Is, buddy. <laughs> don't come back eight years. No, don't come back six years later. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. And, well, and like, yeah, they're they're gone. Those two actually, no, that's yeah. not true. Sif. No, I don't know if you're familiar with Agents of Shield. Oh, you? yeah, I am. Yeah. Well, do you know the the episode that's connected to this story? Yeah, that was like that was I think it was. I looked it up actually before the show. It was called Yes Men. It's like episode fifteen of series one. Yeah. And as well, that's something as well that 
it, it has nothing to do with the movie. Well, it actually is. It's a continuation of the movie. Oh, I remember that. That used to be why I loved Agents of Shield because it felt like it was connected when they went. And then into... they stopped doing that. But yeah, when, when they did that, it was beautiful. Yeah. Like, they did it for Winter Soldier as well. Yeah, and I was there like, yes, this is good. That was amazing. More of this, please. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that as well. That actually did add a lot more depth to the to the movie as it is because like um, the impact of it. Because it was like, okay, there's an aftermath. Where that's the thing. I miss Shield. I like. I'm really excited to see what Swords are like. But it's very much. I part of me really misses Phase One, early Phase Two Shield, where it was like they're the FBI basically, and they're swooping in and they're always on cleanup duty and stuff like that. It, like. That's the thing, yeah. interesting to see if they'll beat Winter Soldier because for me, anyway, yeah. like just that I can I haven't seen that since obviously I did the marathon last year, but I can name for you right now about 10 scenes that I'd literally just be like, that was amazing, let's do that again. Yeah, like one that comes to mind is obviously the lift scene, like that is hilarious. Oh like, my god, just, yeah, it just it, it's so well written, it's actually ridiculous, yeah. Um and then you get we, we need to do a full episode on Winter Soldier. I'll have to get you back for Winter Soldier or something like that at some stage. I know it's just it's such a perfect movie that I think it really is like that. Like even when I think back to like Endgame, as I was, even, I, I, yeah, this is something I said to you like the other day, where it was like it's not a rewatchable one for me because it's very much like it's never going to recreate that first time you're in the cinema and you see it in the crowd or cheering and that. Whereas with like, I can stick on Winter Soldier any day and enjoy it. Also, Winter Soldier as well on your left. Yeah, only, oh my only God. that that is just something I only realized. Well, I didn't realize that, but like when I watched that in the cinema, when he was like on your left, I was like, no, don't do this to me, yeah, please. And they did it on your left, soldier. That's why this is the people are so not looking forward to Falcon Winter Soldier. Yeah, but I I genuinely think Falcon is good, but he's not the best. But I think Sebastian Stan, yeah, he has one of the characters that I have been abandoned and i think his yeah. character can be really really good if they put <laughs> these six episodes towards it and that's why yeah. i'm looking forward to that i uh, sorry we're going on a bit of a tangent that <laughs> that's grand this is what as i said this show is literally just rambles and like that's <laughs> that's why i made it a podcast instead of a youtube video so i don't have to edit it as much <laughs> this but, is, yeah uh, true true yeah so i think we got out pretty much all the stuff we like i think we can say that pretty much. or is there anything else that you'd like to add in before so we have like the story, the humor, the impact of sort of like yeah, as I said, the death scenes. I thought they were beautiful and like the emotions there and the yeah, there's a lot. There's a lot I love. That's the thing. Like there's a reason why it's one of the films I keep. Like it's one of the ones I come back to more often than not in the MCU. Where it's like I know, as you said, a lot of people avoid it sort of thing. Yeah, but like it's, it's only because of what it's, it's like Ant Man the Wasp. I know you don't like that. Yeah. Um, but I I really do, and the reason I do is because it was it was such a break from wow like yeah when i saw captain marvel i was expecting huge things like because obviously it was before infinity war yeah no sorry it was before end get no before end game wasn't it yeah what was the one before black panther was before infinity war so i did not have a clue but i was expecting big things from captain marvel because it was before end game but obviously i didn't get to be and for ant-man it was such a little all right let's relax it's me paul rudd it's going to be chill. I'm going to love it. And I did. And I think mm-hmm. that's another one of those moments where it's it's so um, overshadowed and by yeah. two, two incredibly amazing movies anyways. Mm-hmm. But um, I th- I give that a rewatch just because 
Solely just for Jimmy Woo, I'd give that a rewatch. Oh, Jimmy Woo is a saint. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I think Paul Rudd's a hero as well. Can I just I'm comment on that as well, where it's like, I don't think anyone, when they first sat down to watch WandaVision, that first of all, like we knew Jimmy Woo would be in it, but it's like, I don't think anyone expected to be feeling, like when I saw him do that card trick, I felt proud and I'm like, whoa, I did not know I was waiting for this to happen in a Marvel movie or in a Marvel cinematic thing. And it's like, cause I like, didn't know was... I needed Jimmy Woo in my life. Exactly. Apparently yeah. they're thinking of making an X-Files show about him now after the reception he got. So if if anyone at Marvel's yeah. listening to this currently, please do it because I'd watch it. <laughs> he got so, like, I saw so many reviews and stuff saying Jimmy was a hero. And he I, I heard so many people saying Darcy's really annoying, which is fair enough, really. Yeah. But, but Jimmy Woo, his comedy was so, man, it was, it was so funny. <laughs> um, like, why, why was he there? Like, it's oh, it was so yeah. good. Um, so it's a good way again, to connect it though but. yeah so we keep on going on tangents well, so yeah so Thor it's not as bad as I, I, I would hold my hands up now and say it's not as bad as I thought it was but yeah. wait to be the bad bits because that is, where, is where the fun show. begins <laughs> yeah absolutely yeah yeah. yeah so sure. warning to all the viewers here good luck because this is going to be a very negative 20 minutes um, <laughs> it's going to be fun 20 minutes so that's the thing yeah, I think we, I think we both have a decent thing or two to say I'm interested now to see where this goes because yeah as i said like upon watching it i feel like i liked it i liked the bits that i liked i liked a lot more the bits that i didn't like i really didn't like so i'm interested what was the worst thing for you let's genuinely the worst thing that's the thing i loved the dark elves a lot more this time but i just didn't like malekith it's such a weird thing i loved him in the opening scene where it's like the big war happening and even like some of the bits like when he's in Svartalheim and like it's like he's extracting the ether. I think the moment that killed him for me was literally <laughs> literally when he dies because it's like you realize <laughs> okay he's just remember when Marvel used to be the peak of just every time there has to be a new villain and every time the villain has to yeah. die. Like he is the perfect example of a villain that didn't get enough like development and just Felt like he was like, I want to bring darkness to the whole universe. Like it's very like I mean, it works. He would have had a good backstory. He, I think he, he would have. Really, like he was given a, a what two three minute backstory. Yeah. Which, which and to be honest with you, right, that was probably like as I said, the first half an hour was amazing. Yeah. That first ten minutes hooked me in, mainly because of that. Really. Yeah. That I I'd love to see a movie purely just on that war. To oh, be yeah. honest, because like, that looked amazing. It really did. Um, like, because, like, that's the thing where it's like, I feel like he was so foreboding and threatening in that opening scene where he's like, he's sacrificing his own people just to try and, like, kill off the last couple of Asgardians, like, West, like, as they're trying to escape and stuff like that. And then, like, even there's a proper, like, he has a reason to hate Asgard. He has a reason to hate Odin, to hate all of, like, Thor and everything like that, and to want to burn Asgard to the ground but they just don't look at it any more than like that first opening scene. They don't expand it anymore. They just sort of make him go along and he does what he has to do. Like, I mean, like stuff like, as I said, I feel like Curse is a better villain than he was. No, Curse was so much care. And Curse as well. He said to, to Maliki, he's like, we should go to Asgard. They're yeah. way. And then Maliki was like, yeah, no, bro. Sorry. <laughs> I was like, stop. Like literally you hate Asgard. Go and yeah. destroy it more. Yeah. Um, which I, I did think was a missed opportunity. But I do think, and that, that desert, I don't yeah. know why, I have such mixed feelings about that place. Oh, like the Dark World, like what's it called? Svartalheim, I think. <laughs> I'm probably yeah. butchering that name, but like, yeah. Like, what? The part of me is like, 
it's kind of good because it's so dark and atmospheric. But part of me like, why a desert? Could you yeah. not have picked like a more scenic place? Do you know what I mean? It's like yeah, this it's movie fe- is such a movie where I don't know how to feel. Yeah, because it does like even like yeah, like because I agree with you where it's like it's a dark place, it's foreboding, it's sort of creepy and that. But at the same time, it just feels so. I mean, it's meant to feel dead. It's meant to feel empty, but it's like it's slightly too dead and empty to yeah have any memorable sort of stuff happen in it. Like I feel like we're heckling way too like hard now. <laughs> ah, sure, that's. <laughs> It's sort of yeah. dark world. I mean, you can't really. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. yeah. Um, speaking of Malachi as well, we'll just, I, I've said it again. Yeah. I'll say it again because it deserved to be said. Mm-hmm. When he was speaking elfish, I don't know. Is that? Elvish, no. probably. Yeah. Like, we'll, say that, we'll go with that. Yeah. That, the, the dark tone to his voice, the way like mm-hmm. he was speaking so quickly. And yeah. I think that was really scary. Well, not scary, but it added to his character. All yeah. of a sudden he comes in, yeah, love, I want your stone or something. No, he doesn't <laughs> yeah. like that. It was like, and I, and I was, his northern accent. I was like, but why did they let Chris keep his northern accent? Like, he <laughs> so could have been like, like the, uh, obviously lots of planets have a north and he could be yeah. northern. But <laughs> could be. Forever. <laughs> yeah. We, we, I can't be judgmental here, but at the same time, if he had just a, if he had the same voice as he did, yeah, with his his alien accent, then that would have been like, "Wow, you're scary. I don't want a piece of you." Yeah, because he did have a different accent when he started speaking English. That was the thing. Like, it was a noticeable enough change where, yeah, as you said, he's significantly less threatening when he isn't like. That's the thing. I probably would have preferred a fight scene with subtitles and just hear him like that because it had like. Yeah, it had gravity to it. It had like sort of. I didn't mind the subtitles, to be honest. That's the thing. Is... I, I quite, I thought they were quite because that's the thing. Like, I, I, as I said, I preferred the Elvish. I preferred, yeah, the deep voice and everything like that. And like, it added the mystery to it. Like, I've no, I've Parasite's my favorite film. I've no problem with reading subtitles. So. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, but I have to mention it in every podcast. That's going to be the thing I do. Probably. <laughs> and that your last ever podcast you'll do is a Parasite review. Oh, I yeah. you're gonna end. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just gonna stop. That's the thing. <laughs> yeah just the earth stuff as soon as i went into the earth stuff i was a bit like what are you doing like yeah. i liked training this i thought she was she was a good character as it was but um darcy kind of annoyed me towards this the middle start not really the end the end she was okay and yeah well i don't know as i said eric really annoyed me as well like the, the yeah human, except ian ian's this ian's a king he <laughs> i want an ian and curse movie i just I'd leave the rest <laughs> just yeah. ian fighting road trip <laughs> would be a five minute film of just Ian dying yeah guaranteed. like that wouldn't be perfect <laughs> and I think yeah it would get a 10 out of 10 because it would be yeah. so ridiculous <laughs> yeah yeah I think you know, the main thing really was because I, I it hurts me to say this because obviously yeah. I love Chris Eccleston but what was it and that's the thing because of the actor was yeah. it him was it him that failed that role or was it the writing because I don't yeah. think the writing was too bad now obviously as we've as we've sourced, mm-hmm. Maliki did change a lot. Even writing, yeah. like why all of a sudden he doesn't want to destroy Asgard. Yeah, just like why, like it was sort of poor writing there. It was, but yeah. Equally, equally, what was was Chris to blame? We we'll never know. We'll never know. That's the thing. <laughs> you never know what goes on behind the scenes. I I I I sort of think that, and there was a moment as well when he was when he got the ether in, and his face was all weird, and I was there like. <laughs> the red eyes did it for me. That was yeah, just a bit too yeah. much, I think. I was like, Chris, come on, bro. Don't don't do that to me. Man. I respect you too much for this. Can I and I will actually say as well, like I absolutely I'm going back to something slightly positive, but it has a it connects into a negative. I really like the Greenwich scene. 
like that whole big final fight i like the whole idea of like the teleporting around the place i thought it was quite entertaining like stuff like the planes going through to vanaheim and stuff like that i thought it was quite funny but the one thing that completely ruined it for me was the fight between tor and malekith where it was like as soon as the huge red mist came in and you basically could see nothing on screen where it's just like the eater swirling around that i felt like that was too much CGI for a very CGI heavy movie in fairness, but like it just sort of felt like, okay, they can hide any sort of things going on. Like up on, cause that's like up until then the fight scenes have been of such good quality up until like literally directly before. I love like the bit where they're all flying around to different places and hitting the yeah. big buildings and sliding down the glass and stuff. But like, as soon as it does something like that, where it's just like, Oh, I'm going to go into the big red cloud now and I'm going to go and kill Malekit sort of thing. And it just like, yeah, it's it was just cringe as well, isn't it? It was. Really, oh, it's time now. Yeah. I've Only I can do it. I will yeah. survive. <laughs> exactly. It is my time to shine. I yeah. can't even see the buildings anymore. It's just me and Malik. Like, stop. Yeah. And actually speaking of the glass thing, that's, that's another one of those moments where I shouldn't have laughed, but I really, really did. <laughs> yeah. That was so good because I could just see Chris's face out like, what is going on? Yeah. And I, really, I thought that was, it shouldn't have been good, but it was so good. I'm sorry, <laughs> Tor on a train just killed me. <laughs> oh, yeah, and you won. Um, you won. Well. Oh, uh, <laughs> even I thought, oh, and she was thinking, oh, as well. And yeah. so was it. It was like, uh, I thought it was, yeah, wow. Yeah. Fair play to lucky her. And then everyone else just like, oh. Was, yeah. I tell you, it was actually when people are watching this on podcast, they're just going to hear me going, Oh, ah, ah, because I can't see. <laughs> Sorry, you're just going to hear me going, Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's so true. Yeah. Uh, uh, it's fun, though. Yeah, but back so to the. Yeah. Yeah, I suppose. <laughs> but we're probably going back to the positives too much there now. Was there anything else that, like, very much you just didn't like straight up, like, as in, like, just didn't like or talk would have been done better? Or I'm just thinking about because we've, we've sort of said the stuff that grinds yeah. us. What what's what's annoyed you the most? That's what because you said there's a lot of things that and I feel like I'd agree with most of it, but I can't yeah. put anything on at the moment. It's like that's the thing. I don't <laughs> Malekit was my main problem simply because of all the lost potential. I feel like there's that a lot such a huge thing as well. Because yeah. we, we say we hate this movie. Well, no, it was like, I say I dislike this movie, and yeah. you say you like it, but you, yeah. you can see why people can't. Exactly. And when when the main villain is bad. It's a, it's a telltale sign that you yeah. might need to get out of the kitchen. Like, it's really bad. <laughs> it really is, though. Because yeah, uh, they try to shoehorn Loki in. Like because he's, he's not the villain. He's clearly on Thor's side. But they try to make him more of a character. Like, I mean, I, I think they did. This is my favorite sort of movie that has Loki in it. I think it's him and his best. It has such like, a good character. It's just so good. <laughs> a moment that, like, will, that I was like, oh, wow, I forgot about this. Yeah. Was when, obviously, the mother died. Basically, um, you know, when he when the perception filter went off and he was like, the whole room was trashed. The whole um way that he was like faking that he was okay. Yeah. I think it's such a telltale Loki. That is such a Loki. And yeah. then when when Thor was like, I I I can see you properly. Don't fake it. And when yeah. he was just crying there, I thought that was really it was a moment that I was like, hang on, Loki, you're not actually a bad person. That's the thing because like he had such a rollercoaster for this movie. I it thought. went so from Thor as well. Yeah. In terms of character like, development, both of them did amazing. They really did. Like, even I'll tell you one thing: one of the best things about Loki in this movie, but in particular, just this movie in general, he, he went from the most cartoonish villain in Avengers One to being one of the most sympathetic characters in Thor Two. Like, 
how do you do that flip properly? You know, it's 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 very it's very impressive. I think. Yeah, he did change a lot in terms of um, and yeah, as you said, this is the one movie that he is. Would you say a redemption story? I, I don't know if I would or it's not. It's weird where it's like even like that ending where he's on the throne. I was like, yeah, go on, Loki. <laughs> like I honestly yeah. was rooting for him, yeah. but like you probably shouldn't be. But like we're rooting for the we're, for technically a villain who's yeah. not really a villain because he helped out today at the end of the day. Yeah. And I will say as well, like the fact that you know how, so you know how they're doing a Loki TV show now. Well, Which I have I'm a really scared for. I, I don't, it looks too weird. So yeah. it looks too too much stuff going on. Flash screen. Flash well, I tell you the one reason why I'm terrified about it. The single reason is I'm worried they'll do an Endgame Thanos, whereas with Infinity War Thanos, he was the really built up character. He had a lot of just intricacies about him, and he was so. Like as I said, it, Infinity War is Thanos' story. You end up siding with him nearly unintentionally. But in, 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 that's the thing. But like in in Endgame, since it's 2014, Thanos, he has none of that character growth. Nothing's there. He's just like, oh, I'm gonna build the universe in my own image, sort of thing. I feel like <laughs> they could they could do that with Loki because like it's 2012 Loki. It's the Loki uh, teleports away in Endgame, and that's before he that's before Dark World. That's before this movie that makes him a likable character. I feel. But, oh, I didn't even think of that. Yeah. So oh, wow. Like, so he could be a bit messy, I think, because he has none of the memories then of like, yeah, the past eight or so years. So is I, that six episode run, like six six hour or nine thirty minutes? Do you know? I I think that one division's the only thirty minute one. I think that this is going to be like yeah, fifty to sixty minutes each. Do you know what? I'll have a look while yeah. while we're speaking. Oh, yeah. Um, so yeah, it's six episodes, and they're all well, it doesn't say at the moment, but yeah. they're all looking to be an hour. Oh, they've moved it back, so now it's it was Ooh. due 29th of May, yeah. but now for some reason it's back, it's been put back to 11th of June. So that's Ooh. an exclusive for all those <laughs> that's breaking news that's going to come out a yeah. week later. <laughs> yeah, this is true. Yeah, hell yeah, <laughs> yeah. So the 11th of June, apparently. Um, yeah, which I, I am kind of scared for that. Um, but equally excited, like I think it, they did well with One Division. I think they can do well with Loki. Yeah. Ruin it. Fingers crossed. That's the thing because One Division surprised me. But um, I'm just seeing here actually as well. Like, dear God, we've been talking for a long time. I did not even cop. That went by really, really fast. It's been an hour. It's Jesus. been an hour. <laughs> that's the thing. I'm we gonna. Did, we did have about five minutes. Um, sort of breakage. Yeah, the that's the thing. But like, so we probably have about. 15 minutes of content, roughly. Yeah, and that's perfect yeah. to be honest. But um, do you want to do you want to wrap it up? Is there anything else you'd like to say before I do wrap it up? Um, do you know what? I'm glad we, I, I'll say before we do. Um, mm-hmm. I'm glad that we read. I'm glad that we do this because I did look at it from a different point of view. Yeah. I think that if someone is listening to this and they're still here now, thank you. That's very kind. Of yeah. <laughs> Thanks uh, very much. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah. secondly, I think I hope that we sort of made you feel a bit like, oh, maybe it's not as as bad of a movie as we thought. And yeah. go give it a rewatch after this, and then on post credit post credits gym is that post credits gym post credits gym yeah <laughs> go it's, on it's... his Instagram and comment what you thought about it that is yeah, a good idea that's we'll a... Have a little... see that's another thing because like yeah go follow what's I don't know the exact tag but like you made an Instagram for unpopular opinions finally literally today which is which is a week in their time hell yeah today, <laughs> yeah so it's DCU underscore unpopular opinions. Yeah. Uh, on, on Instagram uh, and, for those who want yeah to, uh, and so when like, when can we catch some popular opinions what like oh Thursdays at 12pm on DCU TV but when this is out there's only three episodes left so uh, uh, we're gonna have to get a season two we will and don't worry there'll be best bits on YouTube um, when uh, I actually decide to edit it because yeah <laughs> 
But yeah, no, but I definitely do think the tour. Everyone who was watching this would listen to this. Definitely give it a second shot because I don't think it was. It it wasn't as obviously there's such that it isn't as good by any means. Oh yeah, to other movies in there, but we were sort of here just to sort of stand up for it, I suppose, and say that actually it could have been a lot worse. Yeah, I feel like that's the thing, as you said. It's not necessarily based on the quality of the movie as much as it is the placement of the movie, the missed potential of the movie, and just sort of the fact that there were other movies that were significantly better. Like, I, I mean, that is the fact of the matter where it's like they did get better as they went along. What but, would you rate this out of 10? That is a good question. Oh, that's a good question. <laughs> I put Captain America and Winter Soldier would be a 9.5 out of 10 for me. Like, oh, yeah. it's not 10. But it's 9.5. I'll tell you what this, like, what my opinion is. Thor The Dark World is the perfect example of a 7.5 out of 10. I'd give it a 7 out of 10 as well. I yeah. I, I would, because it's not bad, it's average. Yeah. It's a good average. That's the thing, you sort of, it's, it's, it's on average, but it's like, it's leaning just over the sort of dull average, you know? Like, I feel like there is, there's a lot to like, there's a lot to criticise, and I fully understand why it's so controversial, but like, it definitely is a lot more grey than it's like, you know, black and white. It's such a different MCU because it, there's so much in there to unpack in terms yeah. of emotional turmoil for Thor. Yeah. And then actually forget about in the next one. That's <laughs> but like, yeah. I had to make him funny. <laughs> and oh. I, I personally, although I don't like Fat Thor, that is oh. a huge thing. That I don't like Fat Thor. I feel like, because that's I the thing, I'm not going to go off on a huge tangent for this, but I do feel like they played it too much for laughs where it was like, it would have been interesting to see the whole like sort of thing. Like he believes he failed the universe and stuff like that. It would have been interesting to see them play it seriously and not as a joke. Like Why I know- didn't when he got the hammer, he become skinny Thor again. Like, I can't believe I'm saying skinny Thor. As it's, <laughs> I'm, I'm actually saying this as a real thing. But why was that a thing? I will say that like there were screen, there were like um, shots leaks now, like of Thor four, and he is back to being hench. I guess Thor okay, is. Good. But like, good. I feel good. like because that's the thing. I feel like that's another thing. Bro Thor, I feel like he was a bit of missed potential. They played him too much for laughs. There could have been a lot more there. But um he, yeah, like in, in New Asgardens Scotland, that was gas. That was yeah. funny. Oh, that was very funny. In Endgame, it worked. Mm-hmm. They should have ended it there and not kept on bringing him back for laughs. Yeah, that's the thing. And even like that's I'll tell you what, that's the one thing I'm gonna not like about the future of Marvel. The fact that Asgard is gone. Asgard is blown up. The one thing that I love so much about this movie is just gone completely from the <laughs> that's universe. True. And, and that's another sure thing as well. Treasure. You're going to treasure it because you won't see it again. Oh, that's a good point, I suppose. <laughs> much like we won't see Curse and or Ian again. <laughs> that's the thing. Yeah. Speaking of that, do you remember? No, it wasn't Curse, but Korg made an appearance in this. It was Yeah, Korg. it was like bowling like or something like that. Yeah, he would look like a bowler, but he was basically Korg. He literally looked like the same CGI sculpt yeah. as Korg. He was Ridiculous. like slightly taller, but that was a bit like that's the I thing. Like, he, like, and even then, when you think about like the sort of subtle thing where I was like, "Oh, you're a Cronin, aren't you?" Like in Ragnarok, now I you can realize, "Oh, that's where he knows him from." So I think yeah. it's just <laughs> yeah. But <laughs> I wonder was that like his uncle or something like that that he just like eviscerates. <laughs> and if you think about it, it was four years earlier. So did, was that something that came out after? Like, did yeah. they not plan that? I feel like they didn't plan that. Because that's something that's too much of a as a of a pointy joke to yeah. make. I will say as well, like with Cork, did you know they originally didn't plan to have Chica voice him? That was literally just a spare of the moment thing. And the, thank God they did, because he yeah. was the f- I I didn't know that actually. So that's a fun fact for you fans. Yeah. <laughs> Very fun. <laughs> I think no, that is quite good. I knew yeah. to he 
why do I keep on calling him the heat? Well, no, I knew I knew him. It's uh, Agents of Shield, I think. <laughs> yeah, that's all. Oh, that is actually it. Oh no, let's oh, no. not mix them up. Oh no. But yeah. um, yeah, I think that's yeah. He's a hero, and uh, is yeah. he in Tour Four actually? Yeah. Do we, do we... Oh, oh my god. god. I will say because that's the thing. There were a lot of loud reactions to um, different points of Endgame. I absolutely stood up in my chair when I saw Cork back. <laughs> I was like, yeah, "Hell I was yeah!" So I I love like everyone. Oh man, everyone was so happy that like all the girls were back. Spider Man was back. I was like, "Cork, yeah. Cork, he's back." I'll tell you what. No, the perfect Marvel movie that I will never get but desperately want is just a road trip movie in space with yeah, Cork from Ragnarok, Ned from uh, Spider Man, <laughs> and then like. I don't know, Ian from Thor to Dark World. <laughs> yes. That would be for just them going off in space. Just that could be an animated show on Disney Plus. It really could. I would watch that. Purely I was about to say purely for Ned, but purely for Coy and purely for Ian as well. Yeah. That would literally be, we're making TV shows yeah. on this show. Disney, well. you can have that for free. <laughs> yeah. Obviously give us credit. Well, that it's not free. Never mind. Yeah, they yeah. came up with the characters as well, but like <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll yeah. figure something out. That's the thing. But yeah. um this was really fun. I have to say, like, because, like, uh, first of all, like, I, that's what I was saying. I originally was planning on just sort of talking about it myself, but it was so much more interesting to be able to hear from your opinion, especially after only seeing it today. And, like, it was just, that was, this was just very much like a very interesting, just deep dive. What are the into- odds that we talked about? Well, obviously, you put it up like yeah. on, on the show. So that there is quite a high odds there. But yeah. What are the odds of you planning on doing a video? Well, actually, <laughs> that was the thing I, I will say the idea of this video came when you asked me to list my unpopular opinions <laughs> that was, uh, I take full credit for this and yeah this is all Gally's work this is just him personally and oh that's another thing um, we pr- I know the girls would probably kill us if we didn't but uh, me and Gally you can actually catch us every Friday at 5 on behind the screens we only have a couple more episodes left Sea Week we is... only have 5 left oh I my think. god Sea Week just happened oh yeah this is no this is the last sea week. Sea week. So yeah. if you haven't gone for a swim, what are you doing with your life? Yeah, God. no one's going to get this and we're not going to explain any further. But if you're listening and you know, see Week, what's it good? If you, if you listen, if yeah, we don't know. But if you're yeah. listening to this and you know what Sea Week is, you're a true G. You're a true the- G. <laughs> oh my God, big yeah. up. That's yeah. so good. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, also, so- James is back on my show this week with his Tom Foley Lads for part two. Yeah. Hope so, you watch uh, it. <laughs> yeah, we are, we're the highest viewed show this week, so... Uh, that's the thing, like, a bunch of people were saying on DCUFM, I fully believe that you are the Thanos of the DCUFM universe, where it's like, you just connect everything between all the different shows, you're appearing everywhere, and you, <laughs> like, that's the thing, it's all gonna come together, and you're gonna, like, snap your fingers I made and just destroy it. happen, so... Yeah. <laughs> that's it, you know? <laughs> it's just... Let's, let's hope I don't kill anyone, though, that, that, would, that wouldn't... Yeah. I don't want to snap my fingers and everyone sort of disappear. Yes. <laughs> yeah, true. Never know. Yeah. Uh but um yeah, so we're gonna leave this here anyways. But uh we hope you all enjoyed. I hope you'll have a look at uh Tour the Dark World and possibly see it in a different light. And uh, you've got nothing better to do. College work exactly watch Tour the Dark World. It's on Disney Plus. It's on Disney Plus, it's that's free. the thing. You it's literally basically... have it. Yeah, what are you doing? Go and watch it now. <laughs> yeah. So um thanks very much for listening and uh I'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.